What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another special episode of your wifey's favorite podcast. It's your boy, Mike Sanchez. It's your boy, Remy A in the building. We, we got are... two special guests, man, today. Absolutely. We got Ty. We got my man, Chop. <laughs> hey, the, wait, the, the two founder members, right? It's just y'all two? The two founders? Oh, uh, we have a third founder, uh, Jerry. Uh, so we got the two out of three. Uh, you know, I mean, Le- LeBron and D-Wade, it counts. It's better than Duality. Much. Duality in the <laughs> building. But you already know, guys, if you don't know, you don't remember, I'm going to remind you guys because I'm a kind-hearted person. Don't say this. Say, say that. that. All right, my peoples, man. How y'all been, man? Y'all good? Fantastic. Good, man. How's the pandemic treating y'all? Because we're, like, we're like a year in. We've been like a year in. Uh, Damn near, yeah. I feel like it, it, it took over like late it's been like, it's February. Been like, yeah. I like it, by the way. Not not the depths, but I'm like that. How has the pandemic treated us? It's honestly, uh, at least from, from what I can say from my point of view, man, is it's put a lot of things in perspective. It's allowed me to allow me to really just branch out and, and, and think about stuff, evaluate. Everybody else, we're pivoting. We're trying to change our direction or reevaluate where we're, where we're at and uh, just try to figure out where we're going. You know what I mean? Well, the pandemic actually played a big part in how we formed our foundation. Like, uh, Sean and I were just in my living room thinking about it last summer. And uh, we're trying to think about the most effective way to give back. And it kind of, the fact that everything became virtual online, the school was able to supplement uh, the students with their own laptops, electronic devices, like kind of played in hand to how we were trying to mentor. So like when we developed this whole organization, it just, I don't know, it wasn't like a bad thing, a bad thing I would say. You guys found the, the, the positive and in, in the negative and just reacted it in a way. And, and the good thing is, well, a place of advantage for you guys is that, you know, since so much people was in even more need or needs were more highlighted when the pandemic took place, you guys, you know, ha- had a lot more people to service or people were more open to to receiving that. Because that's another thing. A lot of people don't, don't want to be too open about I'm in need, you know? Absolutely. So, so when we were speaking about this topic and we were reaching out to other partners, we got a lot of that reception. People saying, um, you guys did this at the perfect time, you know, at the height of all of this animosity. So, like, absolutely, like, people were way more receptive. Even going into, like, the culture we have now, I know, at least at my job, like, they're focused on diversity and inclusion. So, to your point, absolutely. And at that time, like, you know, that's a that's a real strong move, you know. Like, I could you guys for doing it. Like, you know, like, I'm, happy for, I'm happy that the community has this because it's not easy, bro. It is people like not, it's not a glorious job. It's not a job that you know is gonna give you millions. It's not a job that it's not a rapper. It's not a ball player. It's not a thumb thumb. It's not whatever. It's you know investing back into the community, which is so dope. Which I think, you know, ha- what kind of reception have people been giving y'all? What kind of feedback since y'all started have y'all gotten? Yeah. So as far as feedback, man, uh, we it's, it's been it's been all positive for the most part. Everyone everyone wants to at least help or they. You know, they, they applaud us for what we're trying to bring to the community. Because at the end of the day, it's not me and Ty. It's not me and Ty and Jerry. It's uh, us trying to inspire people like us, everyday people that, you know, go through some sort of struggle, have uh, ambitions, goals, and dreams. And we're reaching there. We're reaching it. Or we're in a level where we can look back and say we accomplished at least what we set out to do, so to speak, and uh, give that back to the youth. So uh, they understand the mission. And regardless if they Talk about the, uh, the mission statement. Talk about... what. What is it exactly that you guys want to do? Yeah, so our mission, honestly speaking, is to every every low-income area, these, these uh, socioeconomically challenged areas that, uh, you know, have the poverty and levels and the low test scores and these youth coming from these, you know, kind of damaged households, so to speak. We're going, we're going back to these youth, and instead of just 
having them feel that they're, man, I'm at a disadvantage, I can't catch up. Man, I, I know we're in the same grade and my classmate is sitting five feet away from me, but they're, they're five years ahead of me, you know? So instead of letting them feel that, we're like, no, listen, we're going we're gonna to take that disadvantage. We're going to even the playing field, we're going to add some. We're going we, we gonna to make sure that we give back to this community and you, you're not at a disadvantage, you're at an advantage. You're, you know about financial literacy, you know about men, like mentorship skills, professional skills, how to build a LinkedIn, how to build your resume. I mean, because, man, how many people have gone, you know, in college, and then that's when you really start, or your, your next level, when you're applying for a job, that's when you start building your resume. So we're going to teach them how to do this now, you know, while they're in high school. So we take them from a, a situation where they feel um, hopeless and helpless, and now, now they're self-sufficient. You know, they're going into the next stage of their life just ready to go. More so than that, we're trying to be a one-stop shop in a sense that we're going to find the partnerships. You know, we're, we're training you and creating all the opportunities for you and then we'll go out and we're finding the opportunities and we're bringing it to your doorstep. So we're saying that if you really want to succeed, all you have to do is follow the blueprint we're trying to lay out. Therefore, you can teach it to the next person down. When we're saying we're being totally inclusive of all facets of how, of how to make you better, we're tackling you educationally. Uh, we have in our curriculum health, social standards, like anything you can think of, we're trying to address that. So a one-stop shop for wherever you are, whatever you want to do it. Not just at a collegiate level, if you want to do trade, because we understand like not everyone wants to go to school. It's just not for everyone. So, like, part of our financial services and resources is if you want, let's say, uh, a, real estate, a real estate exam paid for, the fees after paid for, you know, we'll pay for those fees. It's not just a scholarship for you to go to college. It's whatever you want to do. I understand, like, everything has a cost in this world. So, at least let us help you, you know, break down some of those barriers. You just have to be willing to work hard enough to go there. That That's great that you guys do have a, a strong mission, a strong direction where you guys want to go. You guys are being flexible with the approach. So, you know, you guys are willing to modify it depending on the specific needs of the specific person that you guys are in service to. So that's that's incredible, man. Shout out to you guys for empowering those in need. It's, it's very needed right now. Yeah, man. The youth need mentoring. As as hard as it is, like, and that's a hard conversation for people to have. I didn't know that until I got older where it's like, you know, mentoring is not something you talk about to your kids. It's just not normalized. It's not like some, like, you don't tell and it's in all, like, our movies and superhero and animes and shit. You know what I mean? Like, they all have somebody they look up to and, and teaches them. But, like, in reality, it's just, like, our parents don't really push that. Like, yo, make sure whatever industry you go into, look up. You know, check who's doing, who, check who's doing it in your area. You know what I mean? Check if, you know, maybe link up with somebody. Work with somebody who's done what you've done. You're not reinventing the wheel here. Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to be a lawyer. There's mad lawyers in the world. Yeah, <laughs> you know what absolutely. I mean? Like. Hey, link up with this lawyer here. He's going to show you exactly how he did it. Check if it works for you. But they have to be willing. Because one thing that me and Kayshawn, well, Kayshawn speak on it, having difficulty with is people saying that they don't have time. That's the thing, yeah. Everyone's saying, um, listen, I, I want to help. I'm real passionate about what you guys are doing, but I don't have the time. So that's why Tyrone and myself, we're like, okay, listen, you dictate your own schedule. So we, we our program, the way we have it set up is it's a minimum hour a week you mentor a kid. And you do it on your schedule. So if you got time to watch Netflix and tell me how – you know, the last episode or whatever on Netflix went down, then that means you have an hour. You have a moment of your time. You can set it. If you're only available on Saturday, 10 to 11 in the morning, Saturday, 10 to 11 in the morning, that's the time that a student has to meet with you. That's the, that's the bigger thing is trying to get somebody to commit that moment of time. But it's also good because it shows me that that person isn't entirely committed to the program. Yeah, that we, just we means, yeah, that means you're not a buyer of this product that I'm selling. Exactly. So... We kind of want that to be, you know, just an identifying factor, you know, in, in the people that join our program. So if you feel like you might not have the time, then you don't because you're not as, as committed. That's not a knock. 
That's just we'd rather be up front because last thing we want is a kid being in front of you, and then we have to switch mentors and you build that relationship, and then you kind of you know break it up and you kind of let them down. Because they're, they're looking at you like, this is going to be my mentor. Mm-hmm. They're going to help, you know, I'm going to follow their steps. Play on words. I'm going to follow their steps. So uh, you got to be there for them. So it's just that moment of time understanding that, you know, it's bigger than me. No, for sure. And it's, there's also a saying that says, the man that said he can and the man that said he can't were both right. Yeah. And it comes down to that. Is It's like, what are you passionate about? What are you going to commit your time to? So sometimes that's... That's a little bit of a struggle, especially when mentoring, you know, because you feel like you're providing all the tools, but you can't live their life for them, exactly. you know. So it, it sometimes can be a little bit disappointing. But what kind of role do you guys play in, in, in the mentoring or do you guys play more of a administrative role? Well, we want everyone on our team, including our board members, to be working board members. Everyone is a pioneer. First and foremost, we all came here to mentor. So Kayshawn and I play like all hats, you know, whatever, whatever department that we have until we're large enough or we trust our team enough, like we have our hands in all of the pots. So first and foremost, I always want to be in front of a kid mentoring, like uh, being behind the scenes and I can pay an intern to kind of learn how we grew up business. Like business is going to be business is going to be business. So like, I, I don't see any growth in me just sitting behind the desk, you know, putting stuff together. So that's where I'm at and where I want to be going forward. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I know me and Tiger both speak. We we didn't start this program to, to kind of just not practice what we preach. So if if we're you know and being involved in the mentoring program, it's because we want to mentor. Because we want to be in front of that kid. Because we have all these experiences. Like 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 we had said before, this started you know at last summer at the rise of social tensions reaching like you know like an all time high. We got a lot of things going on in this in, in society that you know it's just not okay. But so what what can we do as everyday everyday men, you know, everyday people just in general, it's uh, you know, give back a moment of your time. Teach the younger generation to be better than us, you know, so that way they could, you know, be that change we wish to see in the future. Yeah, but you know, it's funny, a lot of people are selfish. I was just telling my girl about this. Like a lot of people aren't thinking about ne- the next generation. A lot of people don't care. That's why I'm like, yo, I I'm I'm mad at my friends who don't have life insurance. You know what I mean? Like of course. Cause you just being mad selfish. Cause you gonna die and leave everybody a bill. Like yo, you're trash. Come on, bro, you're trash. But it just makes sense. I want our people to to know, like yo, bro, you gotta. It's a relay race. You feel me? You just gotta pass the baton as far as you can get it off. Cause you gonna die soon. So you know what I mean. Do be the best that you could be and push that next generation. I feel you. But I also feel the people who are like listen. I, I might not be the best. I don't know. If some people are confident enough to be like, hey, I could do that. So one of our jobs is going to have to be providing inspiration because some people maybe just need a little push to, you know, do what they do. Because in our program, you don't, I guess some people's fears are like the unknown. Like you said, I won't be a good mentor. We have the blueprint for you. All of the curriculum is is ready. You know, anything that you want to teach, anything you want to learn, it's not just for the student. Pioneers can sign up for our program and learn some business techniques that we've already provided for them. So to say that if you want to better yourself to help better the next person, we're here to be involved in all facets of the community. Yes, it's focused on mentorship for the youth, but the people who join our program will be better off at the end of the day. So let's eliminate those fears, you know? We talk about time commitments, already gone. We talk about education level. We can help educate you, you know? We talk about, uh, I don't know what you wanna say, like location is all virtual, you know? We wanna get back to like in-person community events and we're focused on like the communities that we grew up in. So to say that I'm also bringing the event to your community and you can't come outside and you know show some some face, you know, I, I, I can't, I don't know, I can't. Some people do need that inspiration, but there's going to be people, like you said, Mike, who, who can and who can't. So mm-hmm. when they decide on what they want to do, they can come talk to me. 
for sure. Yeah, and um, off of Alex's point earlier, he was when, he was when you were talking about the mentoring piece, like that. But I get it, and it's it's sad that it's not really emphasized in our communities because one, it's looking like it's it's a sign of weakness. You know, oh, I'm asking for somebody to help me, so I'm gonna try to get it on my own, and it's and it shouldn't be that way. Mentoring it should be encouraged for regardless of race, regardless of community you in it. You should have a mentor. You should seek that. You should try to give back. And I know a lot of people are, you know, on the fence. Oh, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm a good mentor. But here's the thing, though. Whatever your life experiences are and whatever your profession is, whatever you're passionate about, that's just that's 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 your specialty. You bring that to this program. You bring that to a kid. We're trying to get everybody who has a slice of a pie to put it all together. Now we got a full pie. Now, now, now we have all this knowledge from different areas. So we take, you know, an expert in engineering, you know, Say if it's an expert electrician and all these different careers, now we have a vast amount of knowledge. We have our own library that we can give to a kid. You know, and all you got to do is talk about yourself. Talk about your life experience. It's not hard. You know, it's just being real with the kid. The kid doesn't, they're not going to you because they want to read a book. They're not going to you because they want to, you know, they want that informational section. They're going to you because they, they see somebody like themselves that has a lot to give them, a lot to teach them, and they get, they get to ask them real-life questions, and they break it down into something they, get, they can understand. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. To Mike's point, and we're not here to, like to live their lives. Like mm -hmm. they belong to life. So all you're doing is just guiding, simply saying, "This is what I did. It's your choice to decide what you want to do." You know, not that difficult. I don't believe so. Yeah, it's not like you guys are giving them a end of term grade. No, you know what I mean. You guys are just the the field is a little foggy. Uh, we got some very high powered fans that can clear out the fog a little bit for you guys. Mm -hmm. It's on you if you want to make it to the other end. You know, we're going to try to make it easy for you, but they got to take their, their own steps. But I think that the stigma behind mental health in general, like, or, or I need a mentor, needs to change. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure, as you guys said, you guys are seeing that firsthand with, 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 your, with your nonprofit, especially it being mentoring and, and leading with guidance. But it's tough, man. People just need to get over that. You know, like if you want to improve, nobody did it by themselves. You know what I mean? You might need some guidance. You will need some guidance or you're not aspiring, you know, long enough, you know, strong enough. So that also comes to like also what you're passionate about. You know, a Correct. lot of people had to give up what their passions are because of the reality, the realities of life. Mm -hmm. You can always reignite that passion. You know, it's just a little more difficult. So to your point, if you really want to go there, what are you willing to sacrifice for it? For sure. And reminding yourself, reminding yourself, because, like, man, when it get tough, you just going to quit, yeah. you know? And you really don't want it. You really, you really don't, don't want, want it. it. There you go. Yeah. Shit, I'm feeling pumped up, man. I might have to do a couple push-ups. <laughs> 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 so Follow My Steps Foundation. I know the name is uh, kind of self-explanatory, but well, what, what inspired that? Man, it's just, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever... You know, ask yourself the question of like, man, like if I can go back in time, I would change this. Or like, ha had that thought run across your mind? Is mm -hmm. Tyrone and myself? We were like, yo, that's every day, man. If I can go back in time, I would change this. If I knew then what I know now, you know, all this other stuff, like, we can go back in time technically by inspiring a youth. We can give them our experiences. So anybody, whether you're an experienced mentor, or brand new at it, you can still go back and you know, save a kid years off their life from making the same mistakes you did. You know, like. Uh, Old fools used to be young fools. So, again, they, they, they're trying to give you the wisdom and stuff like that. We're not hearing it. People in our everyday barbershops, you know, the, the older adults, they would come in like, yo, when I was your age, or, you know, they would always say that stuff. You just brush it off because we're young. We don't care. Yeah. We're not trying to listen to them. You know what I mean? You think you're going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's, not, tell, who's telling us we Because, like, not, the right? youth, youth, you, like, when you're young, you're, you're poison. You're clouded. You're, yeah, you're clouded. You're like, 
I'm 16. I feel great right now. <laughs> yeah, my knees still work. I can still yeah, jump. He, like, he said, my knees still work. I don't care, bro. I don't care what you talking about. My lineup is good. <laughs> like, yeah, it's that, it's that, though. It's that right there, man. You know, that those are missed opportunities. That's somebody trying to give us a you know, snippet of wisdom when we're not hearing it. Kids aren't hearing it. You know, then adults, stop. they stop trying. So we get to the point where, you know, it's fend for yourself. You know, whatever food on the table is what you brought. So we got to stop doing that. We got to stop when we get a level of success, get out of our communities and not give back. So mm-hmm. one of the bigger portions, like Ty was kind of hinting on earlier, was that we make it a point to every month, either a kid in our program and the, and the mentor has to attend a community event because you got to understand what it feels like to give back to the community. You got to understand the purpose of it. We can, get, we can all be as successful as we want, but if we don't go back to our own communities and rebuild them, we're going we're gonna to keep uh, adding to that cycle of kids growing up just like how we grew up. We don't, we don't snap it. We don't break it. And then we, get, we still hear the same stereotypes. Then we get enraged on social media. We see it on the news. We don't stop any of that. We got we to gotta put an end to that cycle. To that point, like something else that, that would enrage me, right, like all the money that can be raised for these various um, events that have, that, that have transpired, to what avail, you know? Like what, what, what was the value that was getting out of that? But, yeah, we all complain about the same resources that we lacked. And all of the funds that have been gathered over all of these years may have mitigated a lot of these issues that are still being formed to this day. Talk about it. So all I'm saying is that there's an organization that's willing to facilitate some of the growth and progression that we need in this day and age. All we need is a little bit of help and direction, a little funding ourselves. We are already connected with the schools. It's not as if we're trying to circumvent a system that already works. We're not trying to eliminate something like Big Brother Upward Bound. We're trying to add to these services. Therefore, let us do something that targets the people that need it the most. Exactly. Now think about it. I don't know about you guys, but growing up, I mean, how many programs did you hear about? How many programs were you to- told to join? Like, yeah, you might have heard about a few, but, man, like, in the education world, there's so many different opportunities we're not privy to, so we don't take advantage of it. And then when it's all said and done, we're being graded off of something we don't know. It's like there was extra questions on the test we didn't answer. You know, it, it's crazy. So it's like, how you going grade it? I didn't even know there was a test. I didn't know there was a back page. You know, like, oh, you should have checked. Oh, yeah. Now, 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 now it's on me. Now, now I'm being graded off, you know, and, and now it's looking like I just can't fend for myself. And now I'm being judged off of, you know, time and whatever everybody else. And it, it's not it's not fair, you know. But then when we cry, we, now we're crying, we're saying it's not fair. Then, then now it's like, oh, you want everybody else to pick up after you. So it's these stigmas and everything that's being forced upon us. It's just making, you know, honestly, it's just making for an uncomfortable situation. And that's when you get people, angry people doing, you know, hate, hateful things or things that things that normally out of character because no one's hearing them. And like you had said earlier, you know, mental health plays a big part of it. So if you're if a person is constantly telling you what they're going through and you're not hearing them, you know, what's going to happen next? Something out of left field, something that they're going to do see. something to get that reaction that they're not getting. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. There's this kids now in these communities are saying, I need help. Listen, I'm struggling. I'm, Even I the schools help. recognize this. We've gotten a few responses from the schools saying that mental health and the black community may be one of the most important curriculums we add to our, our whole structure. So the, the problem with that is we lack enough professionals in that realm that are minority-based to influence the, the crowd that we want. So, yes, absolutely, we lack all around in that, in that respect. But once again... We know the issue. We can close the gap. Yeah, it's room for opportunity. We're brand new, you know. Still, you know, obviously, still expanding, trying to get more people in different professions. Because it's not just one profession a kid is going to choose. It's not one path they're going to choose. They're going to go, you know, uh, an abundant amount of paths. We just got to be able to, you know, again, you know, show them the blueprint, show them where, where we walked. You know, mm-hmm. that way we're not they're not starting fresh. You know what I mean? What worked for you guys? So, 
Exactly. I would ask, do you guys have a tool? I know when you're selling to like the BPS or the cities and the hoes, you need to have a, like something tangible. Because I remember when I wanted to start a like a foundation or something, and I had I was trying to figure out like what are the like what is it like what would make me different, and it's really like it's all tangible. Like you got to have the physical data. They they want to know that that could change from when he was in here, then to when he left. You know what I mean? Like if it's it's almost like saying, and I know for me, like probably my sophomore year, it was like maybe he'll graduate, maybe he'll graduate uh, high school, and then my junior year was like, man, he could if he tried, and then my my fourth year was like, I right, going to college. So you know what I mean? So like they they probably had tangible evidence of like my my change of like, oh uh, this is when he was going through it. Like you could see it, and if they wrote notes, they were like. He said he was sad about something. That's all they write, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, so you got to have some kind of tangible. I don't know if you guys, I'm just asking if you guys have thought of that or have it. Yeah, no, definitely. So we we have a, a platform called American Mentors Platform that tracks every single time that um, the student meets with their mentor. And it does the analytics of what they covered and what the topics that they went over. And on our platform, we have a whole curriculum or a series of curriculums set up over student loans, um, health and nutrition, you know, just uh, different things, investing. You know, like the, all this stuff that we need to be taught, you know, like mental health. We have a, a, a five-year plan that we actually build out with the kid that centers around, you know, really key topics. All right, where do you want to be career-wise? Where do you want to be education-wise? You know, like your education level. What are your achievements this year? You know, where's your health at, which is mental health and physical health, because that's key. You know, we have, we have a lot of overweight, you know, uh, unfortunately overweight families. Big boys. Yes, a big boy. I was a big boy. Squat, squat. I'm still a big boy right now. <laughs> Get the big boys in shape. Get the big boys in shape. Get them some confidence. <laughs> they got to know, though. But, but I remember, you know, going to the gym with you, man. We we would be hitting these weights. We we learned trial and error. We yeah. didn't we didn't know where to start. We didn't know where to nope. start. We was just going through it. But you know, we we gonna teach them how to start. We gonna teach them how to count calories. How to how to you know like switch up their their game plan for for themselves. But uh, and then and then um, family and community. You know, what do you what, what's the pressure from your family? Some kids have pressure that we don't even know about. Uh, now they're expecting me to go to school. They're expecting me to do this. Or nobody has any expectations for me. So it's kind of like if I fail, eh, you know, I had nothing to be compared to. So you, if you if you understand where a kid is, you can you can better help motivate them and push them towards certain certain goals. Especially if you can relate to to you know what he's going through. So I had a question for you guys as well. So you you guys are as A said, you guys are dealing with something that's intangible. You know, it's something that you don't sell something physical what measures do you guys use to like measure your success rate so with, right with now the program? It's, uh, it's a chicken and egg situation because we've had no students we've had students come into our program now but until we have our, our first student go out of the program then we can't measure that level of success our nonprofit though has other aspects too we've done three food drives um in november we did a clothing drive uh, we did a food drive and we did a, a toy drive so we can measure things in that respect like how many community engagement events we have how we plan to measure our level of success with the students is who goes to trade school when where are they at on their one on their five-year plan because we do have it set up to where you should be doing this this and this each month so if you're going through the financial curriculum or you're going through the career skills curriculum we can measure like what you've taught who's talked to you about what or how much you've learned in a session so at this point for us we just need students to, uh, to come into our program what you've talked to the schools about 
in a couple of months because we're going to have a summer program as well. We're going to have many like aspects to our company. So after they graduate, maybe from because we're going to focus on high school seniors at this point. Our program was really focused on high school seniors, so we're going to focus on the, the high school seniors and the juniors. So those who transition out of high school this year go to our summer program and then go into either college or to their trade. It won't be the finish, but then. We would say, hey, this is where our students are. Are we going to have cohorts here for the next group going in? And we'll start doing measurements like that. But to this point, uh, to your point, we don't have any you know, actual measurements because nothing's happened yet. Okay. Although we can tell you what our, our prospects are, who we have in our organization now as pioneers. We have stats like that, how many potential um, explorers we're looking at, you know. So we have numbers. It's just we're, we're so we opened in August of last year, you know. So mm-hmm. we're moving quite fast. It's just. Yeah, so it, it's a. Uh it's a process, you know, and we understand it. So we have the kids that come in our program. They submit their, their transcripts, their GPAs, and honestly, you can't say that, you know, one thing was a sole influencer behind whatever action they take and whatever success they have because at the end of the day, it's a student. So our thing is just making sure that they get to where they want to go. They tell us our go- their goals, and we try to make it happen. So if I'm trying to get into college, all right, cool, we work with the guidance counselors to try to figure out a list of colleges that they're going to apply to, make sure they do that, and then some, and give them all these other different um, professional skills, but we can grade ourselves off of the amount of career skills that they learned. And we, we have the curriculum, we have, you know, everything in our, in, in our, in our system that we can show, hey, listen, kids that, d- that jumped into our program, they learned this skill, that skill, that skill. And they were part of, you know, follow my steps, they put on their resume. Because that's, that's where we see, see it going is something that, kind of like how the Boy Scouts, you know, oh, I was a Boy Scout, I put that on my resume, all of a sudden, you know, you, you look much better than the next person. We have an internship now, we have an intern in our organization we actually hired a work-study student uh, as well outside of um, AIC that partnered with us, American Institute College. So to say that, no, we have a student at AIC put on his resume that yep. he's an intern I follow my steps. He's learning how to build a nonprofit organization. So not just, like I said, the students coming into our program, like he's not an explorer, an explorer, but he's definitely a youth. So he's learning in other respects. So yeah. once yeah. again, we started eight months. And, and we already had, you know, partnerships with colleges. So now college, so if, if it's good for college credit, trust me, we, we have metrics that are going to sue any school. Yeah, That's Con- great. First of all, before we move forward, congratulations to you both, for real, man. Like that That's super impressive, and I won't take my hat off, but hats off to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate no, it. Just, for sure. And it's not us, though. Like I said, it's not us. We, we, we have a number of individuals that supported us, that's, you know, put a lot of time and energy and effort into it, people getting stuff set up in other schools. Jerry, you know, he's been helping out with Brockton and, and facilitating that. Tell him about market. Brockton. Tell him how good Jerry is about working Brockton. Jerry, Jerry's been moving, man. He um, So we he reached out to Brockton High, then he was able to get that into a deal where now they have Brockton, uh, a new Promise High School out in Brockton, and now we're going to be working with them. So it's just moving. And then the same thing with uh, Sean Lockett out in Springfield. He's been doing a lot of things for his community, getting getting our name out there, and he's been facilitating that at Central High. And, you know, we're looking to expand next year and keep moving. We want to make this a template uh, so where other uh, cities can see what we're doing, bring that to bring that uh, same system for the community, and, you know, they just rock and roll do the same thing. Again, that's why it's following my steps. It's, it doesn't matter whose steps it is, but, you know, if, if whatever path you're trying to go, just follow it. Don't, don't, don't try to resist and try to go, you know, left field and whatnot because, you know, there's a lot of, lot of wisdom to be learned from, you know, learning from someone else's experience. I agree, man. I agree. Did what you is, guys – oh, Buffalo, Mike. No, go ahead, please. I was going to say, did you guys have, you know, mentors – like, wh- did you guys have mentors growing up? Where did this idea come from? Cause you know, you guys, you I think you were saying earlier you was on the couch, right? Y'all, y'all were just thinking about it, right? And I wanted to do this. Like, what inspired that? Cause that's a deep thought, bro. That's a real deep thought. 
Well, I've always had mentors. I would say, like, I had a lot of experiences where I wish my mentors were a lot better. I know I got taken advantage of a few times, so that was one of my main things, like, growing up. Uh, was that because you picked bad mentors? Or? Yeah, um, but then I didn't know the difference either. I found out after that they were bad mentors. You know, I'm okay. thinking that these are people who want to help me. Yes, I definitely gained uh, a lot of things out of these experiences, but that was just me you know, looking at the silver lining at the end of the day. So, yeah, we were sitting on the couch when we thought about the idea. I've always wanted to do mentoring. I was doing mentoring prior to doing this. Like, you can talk to any of the high school. Um, after I was the captain of the high school basketball team, I would still do coaching summertime. I would come back and various things. So I, I was kind of doing this prior to that, right? Now I get the opportunity to actually do it uh, more so on my schedule, my leisure. So me and Keishan were talking about it. Uh, the height of all of this uh, intensity intensity that was going on last year, Keishan thought, what do what can we do now? You know, We can always talk about what we want to do in the future. What can we do? We said, what can we do right now? And this is literally what we can do right now. So we decided to facilitate that. Instead of talking about it, we decided to be about it. That's a powerful move. That's a powerful move, just taking advantage of the resources you have available now and just start doing, you know what I mean, making progress, and you'll figure out where you want the chips to fall, you know, but start doing. That, that's the important part, man, I feel like. Working families that are in need or, or, or students that are in need uh, get in contact with you guys right now. They can go onto our website, uh, www.followmysteps.org, and they can reach out to our website, uh, you can email us at our admin email, admin at followmysteps.org. You can reach out for various things. If you're saying that you're hungry, we do partner with food pantries and, and whatnot. And also you can message us on you know Facebook or on Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, we really try to make ourselves accessible and uh, reach different demographic and communities because at the end of the day, you know, one, we're looking to always partner with more um, organizations because if you – if there's an organization that's actually looking to help the youth and, and do other things, we're willing to part with, partner, with, partner th with them because we know we can't handle, you know, every type of youth that come our way because we do virtual, you know, um, virtual mentoring, which again, yeah. some kids you need to mentor in person. They just, they just need that physical presence. So um, we're always trying to partner with other organizations that do the same thing because, you know, mentoring isn't new. It's not new, and it's and it's not something that you know we just started. It's it's something that's been around. There's other places that do it, and they've been doing it for a while, you know. And they might not get the recognition that they, that they deserve, but we'd love to partner with you know them as well because, again, you know, being able to provide all the resources right to the students' fingertips makes it that much easier. So now, you, it's they limit the excuses of why they can't be successful. Correct, and and sometimes like if you, by partnering with these others uh, organizations that might do something similar. You build yourself a network of um, resources for, for, for the people that you guys are going to be in service for. So that, that's a really good strategy as well. That's it. It's, it's all about the youth. It's not, uh, it's not something we didn't start it because we're like, oh, we're going we're gonna to make so much money off of a mentor. <laughs> we're about to get rich. It wasn't I think that. I'm in debt because of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy, easy. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not cheap making create a nonprofit. I can tell you that right now. But we are 501c3 nonprofit. I'm gonna throw out a little plug. You can check us on Amazon because any any gift you buy, you uh, get on Amazon, you can donate to uh, follow my steps, and it's not even a percentage out of it. It's just whatever your purchase was. If it was twenty dollars for you getting some headphones or whatever it was, and uh, out of that twenty dollars that you paid Amazon, we get a fraction of it back. You know, just for you know being a partner with Amazon. So we've moved a long way. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Is that uh, via, like, affiliate links and stuff like that? It's right on the uh, Amazon site. So if you go to Amazon and click on the little smile donation tab, Got you it. type in follow my steps, 
just save our, our foundation and every purchase after that you'll be donating to follow my steps without actually you know actually donating but please donate because you you know please that that helps <laughs> <laughs> cha-ching <laughs> you gotta say cash i got like a five on me <laughs> now that's fine man for real I'm, you know i'm glad you guys came down here bro that's like like what you guys do you know it's not, it's not taken lightly definitely not not for me you know i, I think it's just hard man it's a hard gig because I used to do door to door for like the actual engagement. And man, there's times where you're like, no one will talk to you, or just like one crazy person will talk to you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Where she, she just hates her neighbor or something. But like, you hearing her out, you're like, all right, maybe there's something. Like, you, you have to hear, you have to hear everybody out. And I, I know you, like you said, you can't help every single child out, but. You know, having the resources and knowing, like, right, maybe I can't, but there's a guy down the street who does that. Maybe, you, you know what I mean? Like, and how long has he been there and nobody knew? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, hey, go go learn from this dude over here. And that's it. So if everybody, say, gives an hour a week out of their time to mentor youth, everybody in the community, how much better our community will be is it's, it's, it's limitless. You know what I mean? So we just got to, you know, keep that in mind, you know. I may not be able to teach a kid about rocket science, but you know I can teach them about my life experiences and be able to relate to them. Or I can just hear them out. Some kids just need to vent. Some kids need to hear, be heard because they're not heard at home. You know, so whatever you can bring, whatever you're willing to bring, we'll definitely accept. But it's a commitment for the youth, and it's just better in our community because then again, you know, we get to better control these narratives. You know, and one of the things that Tyrone and myself we've been brainstorming and along with a, m- a number of others is a law enforcement curriculum, teaching kids about you know the. The, lay, the, the law of the land, you know, how, how it is to, you know, encounter, you know, encounter cops, get a law enforcement personnel involved and um, just uh, see what they're looking for yeah. versus how you should react. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just stuff like that that we all need to be well informed of. Yeah, that's, that's super important just because you should see a cop outside of, a, a, like, your first time you get pulled over so that you feel more. I remember, like, saying this, like, even as an adult, like, I've never just had a regular conversation with an on-duty cop. Never in my life. Now, I know some cops who put on, like, basketball tournaments, and I, and I would play in them, and it was fun, so it's always respect and love, but even as an adult, I'm like, mm. But it's so smart, like you're saying, to get them in front of a cop and go, hey, this is what a cop look like. He's a regular dude in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Halloween every day for him. <laughs> <laughs> he just has real-life power. Talk to him. What's his name? What do you do? You have a family. Humanize him. Right. He has a family, emotions, just like you. And his his home. We can get it. (laughs) (laughs) He has a home. (laughs) You know, I I was watching something on, on the interaction of the youth with police. And I feel like it's unfortunate, you know, in in some areas that, you know, we have kind of like made them the enemy in a way. But I think a lot goes to it as well with our youth having to encounter authority. You know what I mean? Sometimes a lot of these broken homes, they don't have a, a strict parent or something like that. And when they're confronted by somebody like that with such an aggressive authority, they don't know how to react. And sometimes they label it as self-defense just due to the inability to handle authority. So it's unfortunate, man. But Hopefully, ho- hopefully people can follow the steps to the <laughs> right way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I like how you did that one. Man. I like how you did that one. Yeah. Um, nah, but you're right, man. You know, like kids, they 
they come from a situation where nobody can tell them what to do because they're not even listening to their parents, mm-hmm. right? Or their, their or their parent. You know, sometimes it's just from a you know one family household or single parent uh, household, and then now all of a sudden now you have an officer who, you know, you're supposed to listen to them. You know that their 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 rule is you know absolute. You know when when you have that encounter, and they're not trying to hear it. The kids aren't going to hear it. So it's up to us as adults who've, you know, had experiences like you were saying, Alex, you know, like you you know that, that not all cops are bad. We all know, you know, I would hope that, you know, majority of us adults know that by now. But there are people who have, you know, bad days. There are people who make bad decisions. There are people who are bad at their jobs. You know, we, we, we see that every day. We need to teach the kid that because the kid doesn't know. They, they haven't been through those experiences yet. So it's up to us to prevent them from making that bad decision where now oh it was self-defense oh it was this and mm-hmm. kind of just cut out that you know that situation because end of the day we want them to come back home safe you know, exactly. alive breathing for sure i think i think maybe i don't want to say it's the uh absolute solution but i think maybe diplomacy you know just kill them with kindness but sometimes it's so hard because you already having a bad day you just had an argument with your girlfriend you're on your way to work you're late you jaywalked and they stopped you making you more late making you more mad about your girlfriend like the argument which you had so maybe diplomacy is probably the best way just kill them with kindness but it's so tough you know what i mean every situation is different so and speaking about every situation being different since you guys are in touch and working with the youth and students have you guys ever like got any resistance from from somebody that you were trying to mentor not just no i've been kind of receptive very receptive to the point where Everybody's like, this is a great idea. Even the youth, like, yeah, where's this been at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I so I think the resistance comes when you don't know the youth, and when you don't know the people that you're dealing with. But one of the things when we first started off is the first week when you're mentoring a kid, you and the kid actually take a personality test. It's a free personality test. You know, you take you both take it at the same time on Zoom, and that way you get to know, you know, what makes them tick. So if I'm, you know, extroverted and the kid's introverted, I'm if I'm being myself, it's too much for them. You know, like so I got to tone that down. I got to change some change myself on how you know what better suits them so once you know how how to reach a kid it'll be much easier and there's less resistance but if you don't take the time to understand it that's when you get that resistance because you don't know them you don't understand them and they're not going to even let you in because they already have been turned off by your personality so it's key no that's that's dope that you guys are taking that measure as well compatibility is everything you know it's it's not about just transferring the message it's about modifying it to who you're delivering it so that's a really good idea the whole personality test thing before yeah and and it's once again like i feel like that's a great selling point you know what i mean to because like you're saying everybody has an excuse of why it's not going to work and the person's going to be like well i don't know this kid he's not opening up and you're like well in the beginning like here's evidence this is what you're supposed to do you know literally you you now know that he's he doesn't like music or he doesn't he wants to do this and do that, so you have to gear that the conversation towards that. That's fire. So we've taken it one step further and even given like generalized questions for the first. I told you we have the first couple of months like laid out the right type of questions you should be asking to get the type of answers that you need to get the type of information that you need. Right, one step beyond the personality test because you take a career test as well. So you're learning multiple facets about somebody before you even start giving them advice. The whole beginning is just relationship building. You're kind of building a profile for them within your your database to kind of know how to how to tackle it yep. that's super dope man that's super dope so uh, obviously a lot of psychology and thought process went into that D- does anybody in the team major in psychology or, or, or uses that as a specialty of theirs no this was just me and Keishon coming up with ideas we thought it would be good 
Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of like so, the the team that we have, you know, everyone's contributed a lot, and we always ask the same question like, okay, so if you can go back in time, what what would you want to learn about? What would you want to talk about? And everyone's kind of pulled together all their own experiences and topics that they want to talk about. So we put it in the curriculum, and then we have people just facilitate that based on their passion. So. Uh, Alex being a comedian and stuff like that, he could talk about, you know, coming up and, you know, how to get out there. And, of course, every comedian is going to have that performance that didn't go well and stuff like that. And he could talk about that. Don't let that deter you. All the time. All the time. (laughs) (laughs) I was only going to say one because, you know, I find Alex to be the All the time. (laughs) That's that's, that's my guy. He he could talk about that. So I can't speak for that because I've never been in it. So who am I to tell a kid, you know, about that type of experience? Alex is a a perfect person for that. So our thing is just, again... Pull together these, these experiences, talk about it, share them with the youth, and that way they can learn something from it. No, that, I feel like that's a, a, a very effective way, and you guys are tackling mind, body, and soul pretty much. You know, you're hungry, we, we can point you out somewhere like that. You got aspirations, we can point you out like that. And it sounds like you guys are operating from a, a place of good intent. So Yeah, and let the audience know these dudes are ripped, you know what I mean? Your kids ain't going to no fat... No fat mentors. They ain't, ain't no chubby boys in there, bro. <laughs> Mind, body, and soul for real. They, they they put you on the weight scale before right. you. Uh... You know you guys. Are, <laughs> you guys are doing incredible work, man. You guys are doing incredible work. Man. The kids need men. You know I don't know, man. Mike, did you have a mentor growing up? Um, Somebody you looked up to? Yeah, I mean, I did have. I do still have a mentor. Um, and I actually met him at English. He was one of the English language learner board of directors or something. I'm not sure what what exactly was his his title, but uh, I knew that he was heavily involved with the English language learner program in the in the school. And he was just a, a guy that I, I would reach out to when I wanted unbiased advice. Because I feel like sometimes when you rely on a parent or a close family member, they're too invested in you emotionally to tell you something that they don't necessarily agree with. So that's why like I, I would refer to somebody that this person's not a family member, so he's gonna tell me straight. He don't care how I feel. So sometimes well, I think sometimes they're too close to see the whole picture. You exactly. I mean? like, yeah, they gotta need, need somebody from all the way back to be like, bro, it's clear too. Like, yeah, bro, you clearly can't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, for sure, man. I mean, and and I feel like parents have like this preconceived vision of they what they see of you. You know what I mean? So like anything that deters or or, or takes a different turn that they don't have in their mental picture can cause some friction. You know what I mean? So sometimes that's why I feel like uh, looking for somebody that's neutral. Yeah. Neutral. It it could be beneficial in in a lot of situations. So yeah, I had that one mentor. My dad was another good mentor still is, you know, for like relationship advice. Cause like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, yo, dad, this is what's happening. What, what, what you think? I'm tripping or, <laughs> or, or I'm, I'm okay to feel this way. But yeah, man, I, I, I wish I had, I, I wish I had more, but most of my mentors, man, rest in peace. They were in books, Napoleon Hill, Great one. big influence, Stephen Cohen. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Uh, the, 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 the seven habits of highly, uh, successful people, really good one. So yeah, most of my mentors, I never heard their voice. I heard them inside my head. <laughs> to be honest, what about you, man? You had any any mentors? I feel like I've always had, you know, people helping me and guiding me. I, I felt like I've always done a good job of still being myself. You know, I think 
I don't want to not name some. You know, you know where you might not name somebody and they gonna get mad and they probably would never hear this <laughs> at all, anyways. <laughs> but like, I feel like you know, I've always tried to make a smart decision, even if I was in a bad situation. I try to always make the best decision for myself, and so like. I looked up to some people, but I always did exactly what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And but I really do believe in mentorship, and I still before the pandemic, I was going every Tuesday to help a kid read in my community center that I grew up because I felt I you know what you know, I lied. Let me not even lie to you. You know what? I went back to my community to play basketball, and um, the owner who watched me grow up there was like, Alex, you don't even be helping out for an hour here you don't do like she was at me and at first i'm like <laughs> i'm just trying to get these jump shots yeah like, like what are you doing with me but you know but you know she was correct because i had told her before i was like when i when i was down i said yo when i get the time dog i'm gonna come back and point to the community like because i had moved i was like I was like yo when i get a job but i got my feet i'm gonna do then I got a job, got on my feet. I was, like, <laughs> he was playing going. basketball. You know, I, I I forgot, and she reminded me. She checked me on that. But you need people like that, and you know, with with that, and I, I ain't going to tell you. I like, I ain't become, you know, the greatest dude in the world. But I came back and read to one dude because I just felt like cool. But that's I'm like, obviously this is before the pandemic. I was doing it for like a couple months. But she's correct, bro. Everybody pitch in. Hey, there was ten of y'all when y'all were younger. Ten of y'all coming. Coach up 10 little boys here, please, for one hour so they can have some respect, so they can learn not to be yelling. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. There's two girls in here, bro. Go back to your committee and look like, damn, did I leave when I'm up? You know what I'm saying? Did I, I made all them promises. And some people, they're not from a community. You know, They, they already come from suburban area. They got to go to their neighborhood and whatever. But I just know my little community, my little hood. I feel like also like your 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 wanting and your ability to help somebody in in whatever the aspect is, whether it is get through a bad day or make them see something from a different point of view. Like it's probably one of the most rewarding things that that you can do, and 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 it's self fulfilling too. Just just being able to help others. So I hope those listening definitely reach out to follow my steps if if that's something that you feel like uh, can help you or help somebody that you do know so yeah how somebody you do know that's fire i like that put that on a t-shirt yeah. <laughs> help somebody you do know bro. You know somebody somebody need help that you know oh man no, hey true and to your point like we get we get to the point where we're, when we're younger we want to do everything we want to give back we want to not be in a predicament where we we see another kid like ourselves you mm-hmm. know like the younger version of ourselves but then you know life happens then, you know, you get hit with, like, now I'm working, now I'm stressed out at work, I ain't got time to go down here. And you, you get into that, that that cycle, man, it's hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're trying to make it more convenient for people to mentor or give back. And one of the things that we're doing right now is trying to get a little competition going because competition fuels a lot of people. So for each high school that we're working with, we're raising a scholarship fund. Wow. And we're targeting each and every single graduate from those high schools to start giving back. Hey, five, ten bucks here. You know, like imagine you could pay, I think it's $12 now for Netflix a month. Netflix is just rising up like crazy. You could pay it's 12 like 17, 18. Bro, what? what? It's, it's something crazy. These people don't watch TV, so you could just, that reaction right there. No, I'm just 
it, it, it's, it's something crazy now. They, they're just jumping it up. And you can pay all these Netflix, Netflix fees and all these other fees, and now they got HBO. Everything, everybody's paying. You know what I mean? Uh, you can pay all that. $5 a month, you know, go to a scholarship fund for your for your own high school. You you graduated here. Regardless mm-hmm. if you hated it or not, be the change that you wanted it, wanted it to be when you was younger. Right. You know, we do that. We challenge each graduate from these different high schools to do the same thing because at the end of the day, it's gonna it's going for a good cause. None of it goes back to us. That's not how we operate. It's not profit full, full nonprofit. You can check us up and, you know, make sure we got our, everything in order, which we do, you know. But uh, just just challenge yourself. Just give back. Challenge others to give back. Share. Speak a little bit more about the competition. So the competition is between schools? Not between schools, but just for one another. So, like, okay. say, for example, I, I went to Central High. I'm going to challenge other Central High School graduates to just give some money back to the high school, to the scholarship fund. And then Tyrone and, and Alex, you know, like they say, say for example, they would do the same thing because they went to English High. So they, they're, they're trying to get, you know, other graduates to, oh, yo, yo, come on, man. You, you know you can give 10 bucks, 20 bucks to, to, to the next youth, to the mm-hmm. next generation for a scholarship fund. It's just doing that, getting people out of, out of their own way. Because it's not cool, people don't think it's cool to donate. Or they think, oh, I have to have this amount of money to donate. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time we actually give money out of our pocket is when it's GoFundMe's for a lost one. <laughs> think about it. It's, it's real. And people be hitting those, they be hitting those numbers too. You know, you, you be seeing it. It's, it's crazy and it's sad. Or I, be see, I see GoFundMe's for pets. I'm, I'm a, uh, I, I like pets and everything, but I'm just saying. <laughs> this man with that Peter. Right? <laughs> Worst community. But, but what I'm My saying. My chickmunk died. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stuff like that. So if you can raise 10, 15, you know, thousand for a chickmunk for a squirrel, you know, you can't, you can't do that for, you know, you can't do that for the next generation of you. I find that, I find that kind of crazy, you know. And all you're doing is just sharing a link, getting somebody to donate $10 here. You know, if we, we all put pennies in, pennies in the jar, it's going to add up to something. Not for sure. And, you know, the the crazy thing is if you look at, you know, these prestigious institutions like Harvard or MIT, a lot of their alumni donates so much money. And look at the difference it, it has. You know, look at the how, how those institutions have lasted the, the test of time. So it will be very nice and empowering to see that happen in our own communities as well. So I love that you guys are taking the steps. Towards that. <laughs> He's going to be our spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple for you. Hi, this man. Where, man. By the way, congratulations on the, the 12 scholarships. I saw on the, on the, on the website you guys uh, put that as, as one of the awards. So shout Thank out you. to that. That's definitely a, a measuring tool. Hopefully uh, you guys are using it as motivation as well. Thank you, thank you. We just again, it's just trying to give whatever we can to these individual schools, and it's growing now. Now we got four schools, so we got to increase that budget. So please donate. Facts. Hey, tell our viewers where they can find your Instagrams, um, the website again, and any events you guys got coming up, or anywhere that you're gonna be. Uh, anything you you want to announce? So future community events, you know, as COVID is gonna be lifted, we're gonna try to be in Boston, partner with some things in Springfield. We'll see as you know that opens up. As far as reaching us, you can find us at www.followmysteps.org for the website. Once again, if you want to apply to be a pioneer, you can just click on our link. It will take you directly to our uh, sign-up page. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's followmystepsfoundation, at followmystepsfoundation. Uh, you will see some of the things we posted there. You can find us on Facebook, Follow My Steps Foundation as well. We'll be having a Snapchat uh, coming soon as well as a Twitter. Our intern's going to be working on getting that together as well as our work study students. So uh, you'll see more engagement there, more activity from uh, us there. We had we actually had a fashion show from one of our board of directors uh, yesterday. So if you go on our Instagram, you'll see some of the work that she uh, she has done. 
on our website as well. So yeah, a lot of stuff to come. Honestly, like like I said, as as COVID allows us to, we'll be doing a lot more things. Yeah, definitely. And we're trying to, you know, put on everyone that's in our organization and people in the community. So uh, for the fashion show, please look at the recording for the Skin I Men fashion show. Uh, featured a lot of, you know, custom-made dresses, custom-made suits. I'm trying to get one of those jackets myself, one of those purple velvet jackets. Yeah, you need, to nice. stop, you need yeah. to stop doing push-ups, bro. You're going to have to have them custom-made, bro. Oh, they are custom-made. They're custom-made. That's custom-made. I'm a 42 regular. You know what I mean? Regular, not long, short, so... Let me know. Why you, damn, why you, you grow. You know, you, I, I forgot my size. He was ready to ask you for some shit. Bro, you're too regular. Yo, you know I got to have a begging session, man. Come on. <laughs> That's yeah, but hey, it's true. Okay, Sean, give your, um, your Instagram if you want to give it out so people can find you. Just follow my Steps Foundation. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. We try to keep it simple. Try word, word, word. I mean, simplicity is key. Sometimes people overlook the beauty of simplicity. So, Word, man. So we also like to give a little, you know, shout out, open up the, the mics for anybody you guys want to shout out. Being thankful is, is often overlooked as how powerful it is. So the floor is open to you guys for anybody you guys want to shout out or thank. I always like to shout out my middle school teacher, Mr. Eber. I think that was my greatest mentor. He may have been the greatest influence I've had. Uh, he's a principal down there in Baltimore, still doing the same type of work. When I met Ebert, he was maybe 22, 23, five, six Jewish guy, you know. Eber came to my house one day and was like, oh, I think your son is smart to skip a grade. That's how dedicated Mr. Eber was. He came to my house in the neighborhood that I lived in and was like, I know what your circumstances are. I know what the situation is. I- I'm going to still go ahead and do my thing. He would invite me to come to school. Uh, this is middle school, seventh grade. I've only been there maybe four or five months. He would invite me uh, there early to play Scrabble, mind games, just like growing myself. He'd be like, here, Tyron, this is how you write better. This is what you should be reading. This is challenging me in various ways. And when I didn't have money over the summertime, he was like, Tyron, come work with me as a, as a teacher's aide. You know, I put some money in your pocket while you're still. So somebody who really took care of me, yeah, somebody who on. I think is, yeah, really influential, Matthew Ebert, man. Shout out to you. Shout out. Yeah, for me, um, obviously, you know, you got to thank the mom. That's, that's, that's where it starts. You got to do that. Mom Dukes. Um, Making me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going there, but, <laughs> but now it just made me look like a better better guy. But uh, yeah, You shouting out both moms, though, right? There you go. Anti, anti-mom. Anti-mom, too. Um, I'll do it for him. But uh, now, uh, most importantly, not most importantly, but that equally as important is the fact I want to thank out, thank the Follow My Steps team because, honestly, I, I wish everybody could kind of be here for this, but everybody on our team now has just been really putting in time and energy and effort in, into expanding this and making it a great organization. And I know we have so much room to grow, and I'm excited to see, you know, how, far, how much farther we grow with it. And just thank you for the schools and the partnerships with the organization that we have already. My man, A., Hey, man, like always, I want to shout out myself <laughs> for working hard, man, for for doing what you got to do. I work hard, man. I pray, and uh, I love myself, man. Always love yourself. Thank you guys for coming, Kayshawn, um, Tyrone. I really appreciate you guys for coming. I think, you know, the youth have to know, and even if we can get one person, two people, three people, that's what really counts, man, you know, making a change. And like I said, you know, you guys are doing something that's it's the dirty work, O line. You feel me? No love, and, and and I know at times it get hard, but I'm happy you guys are doing it. You know, because I I know at times that's all all I could take is somebody stepping in, and someone's life could change, and not everybody wants to do that work. That's for sure. So that's thank a fact. you, shout out for you guys, man. Mike, thank, thank you, you too, bro. 
Thank you, brother. Uh, first and foremost, shout out God. Thank you for another day. Thank you for making me breathe. And yeah, today is beautiful man. outside. It is uh, cloudy and stuff, but it's always sunny. Shout out to the team. It's always a pleasure working with you guys. Shout out Pete. He's here in spirit. Yo, shout out Follow My Steps Foundation, man. You guys go check them out. Sometimes in life, the journey can get very difficult, but it all starts with a step at a time. You need some guidance. Check out Follow My Steps. As always, Thank you for tuning in to Say That Podcast. Yeah. You guys always forget, so I'm going to remind y'all. Say it. Don't say this. Say that. that. I right, catch you guys, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it.